Welcome to RBC's Markets in Motion podcast, recorded May 23rd, 2022. I'm Lori Calvacina, Head of U.S. Equity Strategy at RBC Capital Markets. Please listen to the end of this podcast for important disclaimers. This week in the podcast, we run through our takeaways from 1Q13Fs of more than 300 of the biggest U.S.-based hedge funds, which came out just last week. Three big things you need to know. First, our review of the performance trends and relative valuations of the most popular S&P 500 stocks and hedge funds suggests to us that the pandemic froth is out of these names, an important milestone. But on the valuation side, there may still be some room to fall. Second, we're keeping a close eye on the performance trends of the most popular hedge fund stocks relative to the broader market as another important gauge of institutional investor sentiment going forward. Third, in terms of sector positioning, what jumps out to us the most is that while hedge fund positioning and consumer staples remained underweight versus the Russell 3000 as 1Q came to an end, the underweight has been narrowing and it's actually back to its 3Q 2016 high, which we view as another cautious data point on the sector. If you'd like to hear more, here's another six minutes. While you're waiting, a quick reminder that if you found this podcast and our research in general helpful, we'd appreciate your support in this year's Institutional Investor All-America Research Survey in the Portfolio Strategy category. Now the details. Takeaway number one. Our work suggests that the pandemic froth is out of the most popular hedge fund stocks as performance and valuations have been hit hard. Unfortunately, our work just isn't conclusive on the point of whether valuations have bottomed yet. We track two lists of the most popular stocks in more than 300 major hedge funds. The hot dogs, which capture the 20 most popular stocks in hedge funds based on the dollar value owned. And we also track the hotels, which captures the 20 most popular stocks in hedge funds based on the percent of market cap owned by hedge funds. Amid the recent volatility in the U.S. equity market, The performance and valuation trends of both baskets, relative to the S&P, have been hit quite hard, but they've also reached some interesting levels versus history. When we look at performance, the hot dogs have been sliding versus the S&P this year, taking the relative ratio between the basket and the market below its late 2018 low. The hotels have also been underperforming, and their relative performance trend is actually back to pre-pandemic levels where it's making an attempt to stabilize. The damage done to the valuations of these lists has been similar. In the case of the hot dogs, the relative P.E. between the basket and the S&P, based on medians, is back to its pre-pandemic range. When we look at the hotels, the relative P.E. between the basket and the market is also back to mid-2019 levels. All of this suggests to us that the froth injected into these names during the pandemic due to investors crowding into the same fundamental stories, excess liquidity from the Fed, and fiscal stimulus from D.C., is out. That being said, when we look at our charts, it's just not entirely clear whether these baskets have absolutely found a floor. The hot dog's relative P.E. is still above levels that marked the lows seen in 2018, 2019, and 2020, and the hotel's relative P.E. is still above levels that marked its own bottom in 2017 and 2018. If recession is avoided, the normalization we've already seen may end up being enough. But if recession risks continue to rise in the eyes of investors, it wouldn't entirely surprise us to see valuations take another leg lower and revisit some of the bottoms seen in recent history. Our bottom line, what we're seeing in all of our data is positive for the broader market and the idea of institutional investor capitulation coming soon, but it's just not a table pounder quite yet. Takeaway number two, 
We'll be keeping a close eye on the hot dog's performance trends relative to the S&P 500 as an important gauge of institutional investor sentiment going forward. The reason why? Better performance in popular hedge fund stocks relative to the S&P 500 would signal to us that hedge fund sentiment is on the mend. It's important to note that back in 2018, the hot dogs began to outperform the broader market starting in late November, roughly a month before the S&P 500 found its low for the year. We'll wrap up with takeaway number three. Hedge funds ended the first quarter with consumer staples positioning that was back to 3Q2016's highs. Taking into account their holdings in all Russell 3000 and S&P 500 stocks, as well as sector ETFs, we found that hedge funds as a group remained underweight secular growth-oriented sectors as a whole as 1Q came to an end, but overweight on cyclical and commodity sectors as a group, as well as defensive sectors X REITs as a whole. Within the defensive category, utilities and REITs positioning ended the first quarter a little less underweight than usual. By contrast, healthcare overweights remained extremely high versus other sectors and relative to history. But admittedly, we found that overweight has been fading since peaking back in the first quarter of 2020. That being said, the biggest thing that jumped out to us about defensive sector positioning in particular is that while consumer staples remained an underweight as the first quarter came to an end, the underweight had narrowed significantly, and positioning was essentially back to the peak it last saw in the third quarter of 2016. That's important because that's when the low vol trade that had become so popular in the industrial recession of 2015-2016 began to unwind. We see this as another reason to be cautious on consumer staples going forward, despite rising recession risks. Defensive sector valuations as a whole have been near historical extremes relative to secular growth, and consumer staple valuations have also been near peak levels relative to the S&P. When we dig down by industry, beverages positioning looks like it may be peaking, and food and staples retail positioning has been near all-time highs. Meanwhile, food products positioning had some room to run as 1Q came to an end. That's all for now. Thanks for listening. And be sure to check out our sister podcast, RBC's Industries in Motion, for sector-specific thoughts from RBC's team of equity analysts. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives. Thank you.